0: ever been to a clothing store and there's no mirror in the dressing room, did you think that this could become a controversial issue? We're going to get into it right now. Is this a marketing strategy or is this something that's making us feel bad about ourselves? We're talking about Aritzia spearheading this. It's known as everyday luxury in terms of what it sells. It's one of the most successful Canadian clothing stores right right now, maybe even ever, is super popular. It's had a ton of success, but it also has a huge wave of criticism. Uh, There are reports of really rude staff encouraging only people with certain body types to shop there, excluding people that don't fit that mold. Uh, They've got really pushy sales staff at most locations. You could search TikTok or social media for hours and watch hilarious commentary from people that are talking about the negativity surrounding Aritzia. So that's one component of it. And then there's the fact that the dressing rooms themselves don't contain mirrors. So to see what you look like, you have to come out into this common area where there's typically a pushy sales staff that's trying to encourage you to buy whatever you're wearing. So marketing strategy or something that's making people feel bad about themselves. We're going to get into it right now with our guest, who's a professor in the Department of Psychology and Neuroscience in the Department of Psychiatry at Dalhousie University, Dr. Simon Sherry. Dr. Sherry, thanks so much for making the time. Good to talk to you
1: good to talk to you as well.
0: It's interesting because this has kind of become a hot button issue now based on the success of Aritzia. So how much of a damaging effect does not having mirrors and change rooms have on a shopper's self-esteem? Is that measurable?
1: I think we should all be quite suspicious of mirrors, whether you find them in a mall or you find them in your bathroom. For example, light can change the way we look in a mirror our distance relative to the mirror can alter that. Sometimes the mirror itself can have a slimming effect and those are just the external factors you might consider. You also have to really consider what's going on between your ears. If something has just pumped up your self esteem, for example, you received a comment from an attractive person, you look different in the mirror. If you walk up to a mirror and your mood is low and you're feeling depressed, you will experience your body differently. Hmm. So we should all, I think twice before we accept the conclusion a mirror offers us. So
0: not all mirrors are the same, and some could be showing you a very different image of yourself. When we remove that component from a fitting room, though, it creates a really interesting situation where then you're sort of forced to parade out into this communal area and... And maybe be seen in something that you don't quite feel comfortable with. What do you think? What do you think this strategy is that Aritzia has employed? Is this strictly marketing, or is this to to give people a negative or attempt a positive experience?
1: When you look into a mirror, research would show that your eye gaze is not random. People who are already dissatisfied with their bodies will seek out the parts of their bodies they dislike. They'll tend to have some sort of selective visual attention, where if they don't like their thighs, their eyes go disproportionately to their thighs. Hmm. So will the people around you, through their comments or actions could influence how you feel about your body some people arrive at a mirror with a bias and it can be an unfavorable bias if you're already struggling with something like an eating disorder
0: so if you take the mirror out of the equation then and you're shopping at a store that doesn't have a mirror in the change room could that ultimately be a positive thing you could try on the clothing item make sure you've you that you like the way that you feel it fits but not actually really even look at the item
1: Another way to put that would be what happens if we get into avoiding our body images Mm. and the answer is that can be problematic too. I know some people try and deal with body image concerns by taking the mirror down off the wall or other such actions. Other people will try and deal with dissatisfaction with their body through camouflage, in the sense of wearing extra layers of clothes to hide what they perceive to be something ugly. You cannot avoid your way out of body image concerns. So ultimately, I think people need to recognize that mirrors are highly biased. They're not reflections of fact or truth. And to realize that they probably bring some unhelpful biases, whether it's thoughts, feelings, or perceptual biases to their experience of a mirror. I also think that there's a key component here and that is humans, especially humans who are already sensitive about their weight shape, size, appearance and eating tend to really be prone to what I'd call social comparison. Mm. They're going to be comparing themselves to other people around them, whether that's on Instagram or in the mall change room. They're going to be looking at other people, seeing how they stack up against the perceived competition.
0: Yeah, that's been a big topic of this conversation surrounding Aritzia and the communal change room that they have where you as we said we have to you have to come out of the room that you actually try the clothes on and then walk into this sort of shared space where there's likely someone else another shopper looking in the mirror as well and that can create a really negative experience it, I, it's it's one thing to say to be mindful of mirrors and the image that they might be portraying to you but how do you how do you enact that especially if you're shopping and you're going from one store to the next and maybe that experience is becoming more negative from one place to the next to the next to the next how do you dig your way out of that
1: as a very relevant point you make as someone who has studied and treated people with eating disorders sometimes a trip to the mall can be absolutely devastating yeah. it can be really hard really taxing and part of that is because Many people don't have the ability just to look at their body in neutral and non judgmental terms. You need to pay attention to the harsh, attacking, evaluative language you can often use in describing yourself. So instead of saying, My stomach is round, it's my belly is fat and disgusting. There's a harsh, attacking behavior to it. So not only do people tend to look into a mirror or make a social comparison, it tends to be paired with a lot of harsh, attacking self talk. And I think we have to encourage ourselves to be a little more a little more compassionate when we look into that mirror and try and be more neutral and less judgy in your description yeah, of yourself. Yeah, it's such a
0: valid point because you can't hate your way into self-acceptance.
1: Well put I would agree with you and if we're talking about mirrors within the tradition of cognitive behavioral therapy which is one effective evidence based way to help people with eating disorders and body image concerns we will often ask people to do what's called mirror exposure and mirror exposure involves in a systematic planned, deliberate way exposing yourself to a mirror over and over again and let me explain what I mean by exposing I'm not talking about being naked but (laughs) looking at your physical self again and again in the mirror with an effort to try and come up with a different interpretation, maybe to modify some of that attention bias I talked about before, where you find yourself staring at the worst parts. And over time, maybe to become a little bit more comfortable and less anxious about your physical self. Hmm. So part of the problem may be mirrors, but part of the solution may actually be staring at yourself in a mirror repeatedly over and over again until you develop greater acceptance. Dr.
0: Sherry, you are so well-versed in our relationship with mirrors, and this goes so much deeper than anything that I thought that it that it would when it comes to uh, the way that we see our reflections back and the way that we perceive that reflection, how it could be damaging, how it could be positive. Let's go back to the original idea of Aritzia not having mirrors in their change rooms. I'm guessing that your perspective on that move is uh, not a positive one.
1: I'm going to have to say it depends on the lens you look at it through. I could understand how some people who had pre-existing body image concerns would be upset by that. And I think they deserve the privacy to look at themselves in the mirror. If I switch perspectives, I suspect this is a money-making enterprise and I wouldn't be surprised to see those tactics succeed. So it depends a bit on the perspective you take as someone who helps people with disordered eating. I would be championing their rights and trying to understand their vulnerability while also encouraging them to toughen up and to realize that they can develop their own resistance to what they see in a mirror by changing their thoughts Feelings and behaviors around mirrors.
0: Yeah, because ultimately you do have the power to do that, right? You can interrupt those negative thoughts. It might be difficult to do, but you can do it
1: very difficult to do and I absolutely know people can do it and it takes real bravery to face yourself in a mirror when you have body image concerns. I see people who use courage to overcome those obstacles and barriers in their lives so it's absolutely possible and we want to give those people respect because it's hard work.
0: Dr. Sherry thank you so much for sharing your insight this afternoon really appreciate your time
1: my pleasure. I'm glad to communicate this information.
0: Yeah, me too. Dr. Simon Sherry, Professor in the Department of Psychology and Neuroscience in the Department of Psychiatry at Dalhousie University, talking about this strategy by Aritzia, one of the most popular clothing stores for women, and how it doesn't have private mirrors in its fitting rooms, and many people are dragging them on social media because they hate the way that it feels to have to come out into this communal area and parade out in an outfit that you haven't even seen the way it looks on yourself yet, and not to mention there's typically like a very pushy sales staff person there that's just waiting to kind of pounce on you and try to convince you that the outfit looks great or, um, you know, immediately get your feedback on it. So it's not like you can sneak out and look at it alone. There's typically someone there that's waiting to talk to you about it. And it it is an interesting sales strategy, too, because there might be other people out in that area that could be encouraging you to purchase whatever it is that you're wearing. Obviously, the person that's working at the store is going to encourage you to purchase just what you're wearing, um, but could make you feel really uncomfortable.